Welcome back to the Legionnaire Podcast. I am, once again, Will, one half the hosting duo here, um, and I'm joined yet again with my brother, Callahan. How's it going? Um, we're rolling. Happy Christmas. Merry, happy Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry happy Christmas. Mm, indeed, it is Christmas Day. We are recording. Yeah. Kind of cool. Kind of cool. Long day. I ain't never seen a lot of sugar. I know. I can imagine. I not imagine. I saw. I watched you eat a lot of sugar today. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna go into a coma after this. But you know, this is all worth it. All those cookies were worth it. All those chocolate covered pretzels were worth it. I yeah. I got a headache after eating how much I ate. I don't eat that much sugar. Yeah, same. But I just don't stop. So I feel different. Oh yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> um, Santa came, which was nice. Got a bunch of presents today. Shout out Santa! Or I needed that toolbox. I'm a big Santa believer, so yeah. If anybody says Santa's not real, they're a liar. Exactly. But yeah, Merry Christmas to everyone who's listening. If you're not, uh, if you don't celebrate Christmas, happy or merry, whatever holiday you celebrate. But with that, we are going to talk about a couple things today. We just finished up. Um, well, I this show just wrapped up actually. Hawkeye series finale for Hawkeye. Um, it was kind of underwhelming. Yeah, it was very underwhelmed. Was, I yeah, I didn't really like it that much. I don't know. I was just bummed because like I really liked the show at first, and then it just like. Felt like I was just spinning my. We were spinning the tires because it was all about the freaking Russian guys for a minute, and I was like, "These guys are weird." And I swear to God, every MCU villain's is like drive since Endgame has been like my parents, the blip, someone died, mer, and that's why this chick hates Clint. And she wants to kill him. And then we didn't really know what we were doing with that. And then all of a sudden at the end, spoiler alert, Kingpin shows up. He's in it for a little bit. And then he dies in big air quotes. It's like, I don't know. It just ended so weirdly. Yeah. I mean, so with Yelena, when you were talking about her, I was excited when she first got introduced because I was like, okay, I'm curious where this is going to go. And because they teased it at the end of Black Widow with, um, I don't remember what Julie Louis-Dreyfus' character's name is, but she showed up. She first showed up in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. But they set that up at the end of that where she showed Clint was the Ronin and that he was the reason that uh, Natasha Black Widow died. So I was like, okay, she's going to show up in Hawkeye. I'm curious how this is going to play out. She showed up in episode four at the end of it, which was cool. It was like pretty exciting. And then episode five, it was, we didn't really talk. I don't know if we talked about episode five of Hawkeye, but the thing that I loved about that was that, um, I loved how it picked like the episode picked up, like where it was 2018 and she got snapped away and then she came back. Like, and it was like instantaneous. I thought that was a really, really interesting, like we'd never seen that before. That was wild. Yeah. That was wild. Like, and like being able to actually like witness that. Cause like, they're like, I'll post like I hate that they call it the blip because they did that from 
far from home and they just made a complete joke out of it which i was kind of like okay whatever that's fine that you can call it that but i just think it's kind of goofy i hate calling things post blip now but um i i thought it was interesting to see how like people who actually got snapped away and how they came back and she was in a completely it was the same house but it had been completely renovated as a different setting and it was five years later which i was which i was a fan of but with yelena's character I was interested in where it was going to go in Hawkeye, but now, I mean, after seeing the show completed, I was kind of just underwhelmed with it because I mean, she just was basically in denial about Natasha's death and she didn't really want to believe Clint. I'm glad that they acknowledged the fact though, where it's like clint had said to her even if i told you what actually happened you wouldn't believe me and it's like yeah if clint was the if he was telling someone a story he's like yeah we were out in space back five years prior when this infinity stone actually existed and there was this russian red skull floating dude at the edge of a cliff and told us that one of us needs to jump off to get the stone it's a pretty far-fetched story so i'm glad they're kind of like it's even if i told you you wouldn't believe it but i just i thought that the payoff with that was kind of lackluster and this is where like my frustration with the finale comes in is because i just felt like it was too overwhelmed and they tried to do way too much in the end of it yeah it was a little disorganized because all of it like all of a sudden the blind the dead not the blind chick she's not blind blind in the ears she's deaf um the deaf chick is fighting the guy who's her friend and all of a sudden he's like i want this this is my life it's like when did this like when when did this happen and kingpin's fighting kate bishop and that i swear to god the whole fight was her sliding underneath his legs to like stall for time it was so stupid it was like a video game fight and then yelena shows up and she's like i'm gonna kill you and then she doesn't and it's like okay well then this was like teased at the end of that one show or the end of black widow i guess from julie louise dreyfus and then it's like thinking it's gonna be a huge build up and then it's just this at the end of hawkeye i was like i don't know it was pretty lame but I'm I'm disappointed in that how the show ended. However, I really liked um, Jeremy Renner in the show. Yeah, I mean his chemistry with Haley Steinfeld, I think, was like the big. I mean, that was my favorite part of the whole show because I thought Haley did a great job with Kate's character, and I love Jeremy Renner. Uh, his character Clint was just over literally everything that was happening in the show. He was like. I don't care. He's like, I just want to go home for Christmas. Yeah, that was funny when um the LARPers come outside at the end of the episode and they're like, we got this. And Clint just looks at me, laughs. He's like, we're all going to die. <laughs> I, my favorite part of that, the finale for the show was when he shoots the arrow at the tracksuit mafia guy who I guess became a character at the end of the show. But when he shoots the arrow and the arrow splits into three and the guy catches it and he's like, nice shot. And Clint's like, yeah, no shit. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I mean, he is like the best archer in the world. So yeah. it is a nice shot. But I, the the finale just tried to do way too much. Like when you think about it, it was like it tried to wrap up Echo's character arc along with Clint's character arc and the Ronan storyline. It tried to wrap up Kate's character arc and make her like Clint's partner as well with that. It tried to introduce Wilson Fisk into like officially into the mcu since also i want to go on a little tangent about that i wish we saw daredevil in spider-man no way home before we saw wilson fisk in hawkeye 
because seeing yeah. Fisk in the episode prior to Spider-Man, I was like, okay, Daredevil's just going to show up in No Way Home now. And I wish it was the other way around because I would have had more of a meaningful reaction to seeing Daredevil show up in Spider-Man instead of Fisk showing up in Hawkeye. But that's neither here nor there. I uh, Then they had to... um. Uh, they had to wrap up Yelena's character and she came in the show then. And then they had to wrap up Jack Duquesne's character as well. The swordsman guy who with the death of his father or his uncle or whoever was Armand. And then it had to wrap up Eleanor Bishop's storyline as well with her being sort of doing some shady crime with uh, the tracksuit mafia and Fisk. So it's just, there was way too much happening at once and they bit off way more than they could chew in the show. Yeah, they, they. I think they really misused Wilson Fisk. It was it was way too much, way too fast with him. Like they tried to all of a sudden make him like the big bad, and then like he has something to do with the end of the show. It's like you should have introduced him in like episode three. Yeah, he kind of just like came out of left field, and like I get like I kind of get why they're trying to hide it, but it was also like I don't know. It just doesn't. It didn't fit because I mean, in Falcon and the Winter Soldier, they didn't do like some big reveal at the end. I mean, they did the Sharon Carter thing, but like that's set up for Captain America four. But um, with WandaVision, like it fit where it was Agatha all along. Hmm. But like that actually fit with the show because it was it was still sort of mysterious and like build up for what is actually happening in Westview. With this, it's kind of like it just it just felt very rushed and it felt like a cluttered finale. And I just wasn't satisfied with how the story ended. I loved Clint. I loved Kate. And I mean, I really enjoyed the fight of them on the ice and they were shooting the arrows around. Like, I think that's fun just watching like the different trick arrows being used. But I think that it was kind of an underwhelming finale for it, for a show that started out so strong. Yeah. There were a few points I was watching and I was just like, this is dumb. Like, this is just like, I was like, okay, I want this to end right now. It was, I was bummed. I was, I was kind of disappointed because I really was, I was really liking the show up until this last episode. Yeah, I mean, I hope, I hope we get to see Clint again because it kind of the show kind of ended off where it was like Kate Bishop is now the new Hawkeye. It seems like just with like, oh, what should my name be? And he's like, how about? And then it says the title card Hawkeye. I don't know though. I mean, I I was super, super excited for the show to come out. Now it didn't. It was fine, but I mean, it's definitely, yeah, it's better than What If. I did not like What If, but it's the my least favorite live action Disney Plus Marvel show to come out this year. Yeah, I'd probably say the same, which is a bummer because I thought I was really going to like it. The first two episodes were really, the first three episodes were really good, actually. The fourth one, even the fourth one I liked, and then it sort of stumbled its way to the finish with five and six, more so with six than five. But yeah, I mean, I, it's a bummer. I, I hope we get to see Clint again. I know we'll see Kate again. Obviously, there's no chance they're going (laughs) to, they introduce these characters and never use them again. But, I don't know. I loved the chemistry that the two had on screen and I hope we get to see them together again, whatever that's going to be. Maybe secret wars Avengers five. Who knows? I love Jeremy Renner as an actor, but yeah, it was a, it was a disappointing finale for me. Yeah. Let's talk about something that wasn't disappointing because young justice right now is slapping so hard. Mm -hmm. That episode we watched last night, we watched the most recent episode of this week wow the show is 
really, really good right now. Yeah, they definitely hit their stride with the storytelling for for Young Justice. Like, I, they've definitely taken what's worked in all the seasons of the show, and they're just using it in every episode now. And it's been it's been really good. Mm. I, I've thoroughly enjoyed the show so far and i mean i haven't seen if they keep the pace for like the storytelling it'll probably be my favorite season of young justice yeah no yeah i've i because right now i'm it's it's climbing right now on my favorite li- like season list if they continue and they deliver on color arms arc and um nightwing's arc i think it'll probably be better than season one and it might even beat out season two i don't know i love season two of young justice but um it's just it's so like like they really thought out how they're gonna do everything in this season yeah i mean i think it's good because they're taking a character approach for it and it's something that they haven't done before so for them to come back and focus on the characters the the original crew and the actual like young justice team members i think is good because the show started out like with them as kids and then we sort of see them grow up into like young adults sort of and then season three took its little side storyline where it was kind of with them but then it was the outsiders and then it was batman incorporated slash the covert ops team and then it was the justice league it was like i don't know season three was a little all over the board for me which i kind of got frustrated with over time i was like i wish we just focused on like something specifically and with this i like that they're focusing just specifically on characters that we've already been introduced to but they're actually fleshing them out more and they're like introducing other side characters within their own arcs as well which i think is great but i i've been a big fan of it i i love so far what's been happening with um zatanna's story arc and i love that it's a five episode arc because i thought it was only going to be four um I think it's a great arc so far though right now. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Like with this whole like the the child chick, the girl just going bananas blowing up the t- the tower when the tower of um fate was blown up, I was like I don't know what's real anymore because I remember Clarion would have like a conniption over that freaking tower and she just blew it up like it was no problem. And then Clarion also was like my favorite part of this episode but he was probably just because yes i remember when he first was in the show i hated him i was like this dude is so annoying and as time went on i was just like ah he's really turned on me i think he's hilarious now and the fact that he takes over the the bus the poor bus driver is like ah <laughs> like all the kids are freaking out because he's just trying to find the mystic heroes to fight the um the new chaos lord is crazy mm-hmm I it's funny too because that bus. I mean, when we were watching the episode, I should we should mention as well because we didn't before we started. Um, this is episode twelve of season four. Mm-hmm. So, if you're like listening to this and you're like, wait, we've already seen the entire season four show. This is episode twelve that we've seen so far. Um, but with the bus, I I think it's funny because when we were watching it yesterday and it was the first scene with the bus and it was um the bridge. I, I immediately I recognize the scene from season one where Superman was supposed to save the bus and like start lasering the bridge and Superboy landed on the bridge then and almost collapsed it and they had that interaction between Connor and Clark and then the bus just like starts going through traveling through time trying to catch up to where the present day is since Clarion had died and he just doesn't 
I'm going to take your motorcycle. <laughs> yeah, you know I meant bus. I it's been really funny though. I mean, funny for his character. I I've always loved Clarion. I think he's been goofy and I just I've enjoyed him from the beginning. Um but I I've really really come to grow on as I've already was a fan of him, but I've really enjoyed Dr. Fate more because he got more of a focus specifically Zatara this episode as well. The man who's currently under the helmet of Dr. Fate. Um, Cause we think it's going to be Zatanna by the end, especially with how this episode went, where Zatara was like telling his story, like similarly to how Vandal was doing with Naboo in um, the episode prior to this episode 11, when he was telling the story of Vandal or Vandar and then the story of his son Nabu. Um, and then with this episode, it sort of follows with that previous one, but with Zatar's point of view and where he starts out like doing magic shows for fun and for money, but then he starts using magic for heroics. And that's when Kent Nelson, the original doctor or the modern day Dr. Fate, I should say the original modern day Dr. Fate um, was introduced and you see how he sort of passes along his wisdom that he has for them. And it shows Dr. Fate's storyline. And you realize that by the end of the episode or by the end of Zatari's story, he's talking to the helmet himself. And Nabu's like, I don't care. Why are you telling me this? And he looks at his daughter and he's like, well, if I die, which I'm going to. And Zatar is totally going to die. He's like, toast. Yeah. Dude is so old and he's cranking out the power of Lord of Order. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't see, and I mean, I love Zatara, but I, based off what we've what we've seen with Zatanna, I think she's gonna be the new Doctor Fate, and she, I think she's a much more powerful um, sorcerer, magician, wizard than um, Doctor Fate is. Yeah, yeah, I think they're he's kind of like Loki acknowledging it too, and it's, I think he's sad because he knows it's gonna she's gonna beat Fate, and then she'll be kind of cursed. I mean, I guess it's kind of cursed to be hold the helmet of Nabu or wear the helmet the helmet of fate but yeah because i mean you see how quickly zatara is aged two and ten years like it looks like he's aged like 25 30 years and 10 years yeah he looks like he just was like elected president of the united states yeah going on looking 50 coming out looking like he's 90 it's it's definitely sad to watch but i'm curious because this next episode that comes out on uh, the 30th of December, episode 13, this is the last one before they take the mid-season break. So I'm curious on how this, because this is like actually what's been happening. This episode is like world ending stuff. And I'm, I don't know how they're going to, I don't know what's going to happen with child. Honestly, I think they're going to, let's just, you want to just talk about our predictions then going into the season, mid-season break. Yeah, we can. I think well, they're going to defeat the child. Um, yeah, I'm, I, they have to defeat the yeah, child because I, they're not going to destroy the earth. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I would um, be surprised. I would be shocked if they did that. Um, that wouldn't make any. I don't know what they. I don't know how they. They've done. They've done crazy things before. I wouldn't put it past the writers of the show to come up with some crazy stuff like that. Yeah, um, but I mean, I think. Uh, Zatanna is going to die next episode. Zatanna or Zatara? Or Zatara. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Zatara is definitely... He won't make it past the end of episode 13, I don't think. And if he does, sweet. I love Zatara. I love him as Dr. Fate. 
I don't think he's going to make it. Yeah. Um, I don't know if Clarion's going to... Yeah, I feel like they'll keep Clarion around. I don't know. They defeat her. They have to have a Lord of Chaos or Chaos Lord there. So I feel like Clarion's got to stay. I think he will as well. Yeah. I don't know. He just needs to find... um, He just needs to find an anchor to the physical realm on Earth. That's not the school bus. Yeah. So he'll find one, I'm sure. I'm not super concerned about that. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, I think Zatanna will become the new Doctor Fate by the end of the episode. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure what will happen with the three... um, her three protégés that are sort of following her with one of the Shazam family kids, um, Khalid, and then the other girl, the Gecko. I don't know what her name is. Mary. No, Mary's uh, the Shazam family kid. I don't know what the other girl's name is. Uh, yeah, Gecko girl. 13. Is her name 13? Is her name 13? I thought so, right? Because she's got the 13 on her. Hold up. Give me a second. Hold up. 13. Character. Young Justice. It might be. I'm not sure. They don't really use their names that much. Young Justice 13 character. 13. Yeah. Tracy 13. Tracy. I'll call her Tracy. I don't really want to call her 13. Tracy Thurston. But yeah, I, I'm curious on what they're going to do with their characters and how they, like their magic powers are going to be. I, 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 out of the three of them, I like Mary the most just because she calls upon the powers of shazam which i think is great i love shazam captain marvel but captain marvel one five i hope that we get to see captain marvel too yeah um i'm surprised he hasn't been a part of this arc a little bit no i mean he kind of was here's the deal i don't know if i want to see captain marvel because when they had the new kid who was voicing billy batston yeah, I didn't like it. I didn't like it at all. And I was like, oh, this isn't the Captain Marvel that I know. Yeah, it was a bummer because they changed some voice actors from season two into season three. And I didn't. I thought the season two voice actors were perfect. And G. Gordon Godfrey, the man. They changed the Flash and G. Gordon to the same voice actor, which was a bummer. Um, the Reach. Yeah. I, I don't know, though. I, I'm curious on how it's going to leave us hanging because they they take these mid-season breaks all the time i remember since season two they did it and it felt like that's when the show said that it was getting canceled so i didn't even know if they were gonna finish up the show at that point in time in season with season two what was the mid-season break in season two it was um it was actually the episode before calderam got brain blasted by mcgann shoot no, that was the mid-season break, actually. That one was the mid-season break where Calderon got brain blasted by McGann. And then the next episode that came back was the episode with Roy and where he got his metal arm back, or he got where he got the metal arm and he was facing off against Lex Luthor. That was the first episode back, and it had been months since there had been Young Justice, which was a bummer because I, being a kid, I was like, I want to see what's happening next, and I don't even know if the show's coming out. But then show was canceled and then we come back to season three and the show ended off with their mid-season break and i didn't come back to watch it then until fall 2020 um with my roommate caleb and we actually watched 
I, I, we re- re- rewatched the whole show I did with him, but then we picked up in season three and they had that mid season break. So this is nothing new. They always do this, but the episodes are all completed. They're just doing it to build anticipation, I think, and sort of give a little break for fans, which is a bummer because I wish they just kept doing the 26 episodes, but yeah, it won't come back. I think until they say spring. So March or April, I think it's April from what I've heard or from what I've read, I guess. I want to see Batman. Yeah, I I really don't know how this season itself is going to progress because it it seems like they're taking more of an individualistic approach for characters. Um, I someone else that I guess we can mention is Beast Boy. I'm curious on what's going to happen with him because I do think you I had some pretty hot. You had some serious deep takes last night was we were watching the episode well i think he's gonna i think he's gonna either overdose on whatever sleeping pills he's taking or sleeping drugs that he's taking or he's gonna attempt he's gonna attempt to commit suicide i think like i think the way that like his character has been like how he's they've been back from mars now for at least two months it seems like now they've been back from mars from that mars mission for a while now so or at least he has, I should say. So I, I don't know what's up with his care. I mean, I know what's up with his character, but I don't know where they're going to take the story. Cause I think it could go in a lot of different directions, but I, I'm not sure. Cause well, when's McGann supposed to get back? Cause she's, I, sw- I swear to God, like in, when she was most recently seen in the show, she, they were like a week away. Yeah. They, they, we saw them last with when the bus was flying through space. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm not sure though. I mean, she she's probably not far off, but I, it's it's a month trip tomorrow, so I think maybe it's been a month then for for them for Beast Boy at least. I I don't know though. Something's up with his character, and you can see it physically yeah. and mentally with him. So it's he's not really leading the outsiders anymore. His at his show space there's the ripoff star trek show that he does space trek yeah it's you can tell that he the the showrunners are like beast boy you gotta start acting you know and he's like yeah that's not gonna happen Oof. but i don't know i wouldn't be surprised if something happened with him for this mid-season finale as well so we'll have to see but i think something's gonna happen with this character that will change the way that like garfield logan is as a character that's sad i miss garfield logan of season two i do too he that was my favorite season of beast boy i didn't really like him last season the closest thing is medicine what's a medicine never met a gene i didn't like <laughs> that's true it. i've never met a gene i didn't like <laughs> gino real ones no anyways um anything else you want to talk about for young justice no, I can't really think of much. I mean, I'm excited to see how this show is going to f- wrap up here. Yeah, I am too. It's, I mean, it's low key wrap up, partially wrap up, halfway wrap up. But yeah, um, moving on. If you want to really question what the heck is going on in what you're watching, we're going to react to that Spider Man No Way Home post credit scene slash new trailer that has been released multiverse dr strange and the multiverse of madness yeah it's ironic because you say how much you don't like um what if but no what if just kind of became essential viewing if you're going to understand who the big bad 
of Doctor Strange 2 is going to be. Well, we can talk about the two because I, I mean, I'm curious if, so in the Doctor Strange 2 trailer at the end of it, we see Doctor Strange Supreme and I, should I we, we should explain how that is for people who don't know. Well, if you don't know who he is, you should watch What If, that's what I'm going to say. Um, he's, I'm not, I, uh, Doctor Strange Supreme is basically just like God tier Doctor Strange and he's souped up, but. And he's evil. Well, that's the thing. I don't think necessarily he's evil because I think everyone's being quick to say that he is the big bad, but I I don't know because the way that we see his character and what if when his episode was ending where it's like, what if Dr. Strange lost his heart instead of his hands? The way that that episode was wrapping up was he realized by the end of it, like everything that he had done wrong and like the universe was collapsing in on itself and he had caused every, like that to happen. So I'm, he had sort of seemed that he, his character understood what he did wrong and that he regretted his actions for trying to obtain that much power. And then when we see him again at the end of the series where he's watching over um, Ultron's little pocket Ultron and uh, Killmonger's little pocket dimension pocket universe where they're just both in like an infinite like power battle to get the infinity stones. He seemed like he was content with that as well. So I'm, I don't think necessarily he's a villain of this show. I think he might more so be a side character for Dr. Strange. That's, I, I don't know. I'd be interested to see if he's actually like a villain for this though. Yeah um it could be yeah like a red herring where it's really like kang but well i don't think it'll be kang though because he's not a mythical person or like not mythical uh what am i looking for here magical that's what we're looking for yeah i mean and kang's gonna be in ant-man and the wasp quantumania so i don't think he'll show up in this i think more so with this it'll be and there's like other Doctor Strange villains that like we hear hear about, and we can mention it. But when WandaVision was coming out, the big thing was, oh, Mephisto is the big villain, and Mephisto's just <clears throat> the devil, basically. That's literally what his character is. <clears throat> so, I mean, I could see them maybe introducing that because everyone thought he was going to show up in WandaVision. Maybe he shows up in this, but I. I'm not sure they, the trailer itself like introduced a lot. And I think I well something I want to briefly mention is the director of the movie is Sam Raimi. And I, the movies that I've seen from him, have he's been done, goofy. what's that? Been goofy. I have been, he's done a couple horror films before, and then he's done the Spider-Man movies. Um, I think that from what I've seen him do, I think he's a good director. And I think that the way that this movie looks, I mean, he originally started out as a horror film director and they described this movie as being a horror film. So and it's the first Within horror reason. I mean, for, for Marvel. Yes. You can't really like yeah, have a horror movie characters. and have kids like coming into it, like being scared out of their mind. But I think I will be. Oh. <laughs> who knows? I mean, I I'm curious. Cause it looks like there's elements of like, suspense thriller and maybe some like minor horror scenes but um i think from like what we see like in the trailer like it looks very bleak and like grim because you see like steven like in looking at new york city and there's like buildings that are completely disjointed and it looks similar to how things were fading away in that uh what if episode with dr strange so i don't know i i'm really curious on how this is going to 
proceed because then there's rumors and reports going around that there's uh, the reshoots that are happening. There's going to be a lot more cameos in Doctor Strange 2 than people are anticipating because obviously it's going to be with throughout the multiverse just from the title of the ep- from the from the movie end at the end of the trailer when we see the variant of Doctor Strange we see Doctor Strange Supreme so I'm curious on which cameos we're going to see and which other characters from Marvel we're going to see in this I got a hot take on who we're going to see is it an X-Men character no mm. it is Edward Norton's Hulk I don't think we're going to see that. I hope so. I don't think we're going to see that. Because I think they sort of just like recap. I think well, that's like saying we're going to see Terrence Howard. Well, that would be great. Listen, he deserves redemption. <laughs> I think that's less like if that does happen. That's why I, I say it's a hot take. I'm just saying. I would be surprised if that happened. I think that'd be kind of funny and cool. But I people talk about how they say that they're like, oh, maybe we might see like Tom Cruise. Because he was supposed to be Iron Man, like oh, we might see like a variant of uh, Tony Stark, and we might see Tom Cruise in it. So I was like, oh, oh. I don't want to see. I don't know if I want to see Tom Cruise in the MCU. Well, I, I think Tom Cruise, but I think it might just be like a little. If it's a cameo, that's cool. But if it's like a care, I don't know. If I'd, I'm yeah. Tom Cruise. I, he can stick to Mission Impossible for me. Um, I'm not really a big Tom Cruise. I don't really want him to talk to me about Scientology. So no, uh, I watch him fly jets and Top Gun. Though I'll watch that all day. <laughs> who knows with him but i mean i think that I, it's very probable that we'll see some x-men in this i think who do you think we're gonna see out of the x-men there's a lot of people saying that ian mckellen is gonna be in it i would lose like i mean i don't know if we've talked about it on the podcast but when i talk about this let's see i'm sometimes i can't even keep straight our private conversations and our podcast conversations because like i want nothing more than the OG X-Men to come back one more time. Just, I, oh my God, if Ian McKellen showed up, I'm just, like, I've like, I think I've been on record saying the only thing that I'm really, really, really looking forward to in Marvel content, because Spider-Man, like, I'm like, okay, cool. I like Marvel. I still like Marvel. I'll watch the movies, but like nothing is like really like will get me out of my seat freaking out. If I, like, unless I see like X-Men from the Fox universe, yeah i i mean they haven't talked about the x i'm surprised that we've gotten this far into phase four and they haven't even said the word mutant once i'm waiting for them to finally introduce the x-men when they made the announcements of all the movies and they announced the fantastic four movie they're like we have plans with the x-men and they just there's it's been radio silence and that was like oh two years ago now i think since they made that announcement so like it's it's or it's been a year and a half almost two years yeah it's been longer now because it was pre-covid when it happened so it's just i'm waiting to see like what they're gonna do but i think i really think dr strange 2 is gonna be a lot more like groundbreaking for like just how this landscape of the mcu is going to look after it because i think we'll probably see loki in it as well Ooh, i didn't think about that one I thought I was. I had my money that we were seeing Loki in Quantum Mania. I don't know because I mean, like, we see Sylvie like kill Kang at the end of Loki, and then the multiverse is just, or the, yeah, you see like the, the branching timelines just like start to like form. So I think 
it would make sense to see a Loki in it. I don't know if it will be Sylvie, Tom Hiddleston, or a different one, but I mean, I think it would be. I'd put my money on we'd probably see Tom Hiddleston's Loki in this movie because we we know we're seeing Wanda Maximoff in this. She's doing some crazy seance shit in this trailer. Yeah, she's trying to worship Satan or something. I don't know what's going on with her. But she, I th- I also think in this that we're going to see her kids again, Billy and Wick- Wiccan or whatever, Wiccan. Mm-hmm. I think that we'll see her kids because at the post credit scene for WandaVision, you hear them yell, Mom, and she closes the book, and that's where it ends. So I'm curious on, like, maybe if we'll get to see her. I would love to see, I really, really want to see Evan Peters Quicksilver oh again. I will. Now I remember why I was so mad at WandaVision. The way they used Evan Peters in that show was, oh my God. It was great until the end. Oh my God. It was so great up until the end. I wanted to scream at whoever was in charge of that decision and be like what is wrong with you yeah it was great up until the end there because i mean i just yeah i really want to see i want to see quicksilver and i want to see it be evan peters because he does such a great job with the character like even when he was when ralph boner was like oh my god being quicksilver he still did such a great like evan peters still did such a great job in the mcu as him like he was just so much fun and I love his character. I like the X-Men really revived Quicksilver and they brought him into the forefront because of how well they crafted his scenes of him. Like they, they catered the scenes to his character specifically because you never really get to follow a speedster. They was just like, Oh, we're going to have them run super fast. We're never, we're not actually going to follow them in real slow time. So I just hope we get to see him. Cause I, he was kind of a letdown in WandaVision. <laughs> Oh yeah, he was a he was a pretty big letdown. I I don't know though. I I'm excited to see how the landscape for Doctor Strange too though sh- shapes the multiverse because people also are like, oh, we might see the original Fantastic, the original Fantastic Four being the ones uh from 2004. I think was the first one. When the Ooh, first that'd one be crazy. I, I I mean I enjoy those movies when I when they're on. I'm like ah, I guess I'll watch it just because I love the Fantastic Four and they're the first like superhero family to be to ever be introduced and you see how the incredibles takes so much like theme so many themes from that fantastic four family and they just sort of revamped it but i know that this is i'm gonna go on like a little theory thing here but i think with um dr strange 2 and the way that it sets up the multiverse and the the way that we see spider-man no way home with the different uh, Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, and rumors going around. Oh, Tobey and Andrew are supposed to return now in different live-action MCU movies. I think that the way that this is going to go with the Multiverse of Madness, I think it's going to set up like everything that's happening and the different like you have like how Kang is like in different like variations of the timeline, and then in spider-man like you meet the different variants of the superheroes and you see them throughout the different multiverses and then with dr strange 2 i think we're just going to go more in depth with that then and see how chaotic the multiverse can actually get and how the different variants of the superheroes out there can exist so then in the secret wars comic that the the most recent one because they've done it twice now to my knowledge at least they did it back in like the 80s where the black suit spider-man was first introduced but now they did it again recently um 
and it was like where the world was ending and you have dr doom at like the edge of the universe and i don't know who he was talking with i don't remember exactly because i hadn't read the first issue of the comic for years ago now but he basically like recreated the whole universe and he was like the the god of it and in that i think there was a whole in that there was a conflict with mr fantastic and dr doom and i think that that's where the fantastic i for me as a fan i would love to see secret wars be set up and the way that they're setting up the multiverse i think that would be great because i just like i make up these little theories in my head where it's like oh it'd be great to see like all three spider-men again then like you have the different hawkeyes and then you have I mean, you have a different like Mr. Fantastic along with a different Mr. Fantastic and you have all these different like variants of heroes showing up. I just think that a Secret Wars setup is inevitable because where do you go after Thanos? I mean, Galactus to me is like, I don't know, kind of (laughs) lame. Like, I don't, I, if it's done right. Mm, What's that? Eat planet. Mm, Yes. (laughs) Who knows what they were doing in Rise of the Silver Surfer. He was just a big storm dust cloud yeah (laughs) but i mean i i love the fantastic four i do think that we're going to see some type of setup with or at least to see a variant of the fantastic four but i'm excited to see how they get set up because i think the multiverse of madness is going to be a heavy implication for what avengers 5 is going to set up for the mcu which excites me as a fan just because i want to see are we actually going to get secret wars and you get like the different like as like the universes were getting ended and being destroyed, they get sent to like this home, like battle world for secret wars. They get sent to like this one universe, one planet. And you have like a miles Morales, Spider-Man, you have different Toby, like Peter Parker, Spider-Man's you have different Reed Richards you have. And in the comic, you have the Thor core who are like the, um, the police force on that world. You have Sheriff Dr. Strange, who is the right hand to God doom. So I just think, I'm really excited to see what Multiverse of Madness does more so just because I want to see how it sets up Avengers 5, which which excites me. But who knows? I mean, Marvel can get me excited at times, but it can also bore me at times. Yeah, I don't know. I'm excited to see what they do with the Fantastic Four. I really want to see how they pull Doctor Doom into this because I think outside of Kang, I think he is the next heir apparent to the big bad of the MCU. Yeah, I would agree. So, but I, I don't know. I echo everything you just said. I um, wish, what's his name? Who played Magneto? Ian McKellen? Michael Fassbender? Michael Fassbender. I wish he was uh, Dr. Doom. Yeah, he would be a very good Dr. Doom. Let's see. Who would you fan cast Dr. Doom? We've had this conversation before. Um, but I mean, honestly it's just right off the head. It would be Michael Fassbender, but I, I don't know who I, who else I can't think of anyone who would be, be a good one. I'm taking a look. CBR did a list at number 10. They have Christopher Waltz, Christoph Waltz. You know who that is? Yeah. He was, uh, what's that? Inglorious bastards. Yeah. Oh, he's in, he's, a. Oh, what's his name in England? Yeah. 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 Oh, uh, and he's in in Django. Jamie, F- yeah, just say Jamie Fox movie. I don't yeah, remember he's which in one. Django. He's in a lot. He's really, really good. I don't know. How he'd be Doctor Doom. I don't know. I always think of Doctor Doom as a menacing person, but whatever. John Hamm. Uh, no, I don't know how I feel about that. The next one's Ben Mendelsohn. I don't know if I really like that. I don't. Know. I would like Ben Mendelsohn. Yeah, but he's already. I don't. He's too old to play 
do them. Um, the next one's Hugh Laurie. I don't know who that is. To be honest, I, I have to look this actor up. Yeah, I'm I have up. the list up as well. Oh, Hugh Laurie's the guy who plays House. Ooh, I kind of like that. He wouldn't be bad. He just doesn't like. I don't know. I have an image of Doctor Doom in my head as like a strong like man who's not like old and I don't know. Not like well, old, like number strong. six is not Dan Stevens. Oh, I don't like this. I don't like the way he looks for. <laughs> I think Doctor Doom is being big and jacked. Oscar Isaac, on the other hand, is unable to do it because he's playing Moon Knight. <laughs> yeah. Which we'll talk about that when we do our next episode. Michael Fassbender. Number four. Say, yeah, he's Magneto. Rami Malek. Mm, no, because I think of him in James Bond, No Time to Die, and I don't really think he would be a good Doctor Doom. How about Cillian Murphy? He would be good. But yeah. number one, I think I would agree with the most. I would 100% agree with number one being... Nikolai Costerwaldo. Or as he is... So eloquently known, Jamie Lannister. He's the perfect Doctor Doom. I think I, now that I read him as number one, yeah. I think he would be a very, very good Doctor Doom. Oh, his, he's a great actor. Yeah. I've only seen one of his other um, like minor, like it was on YouTube and I saw one of his other performances. I think he's just, he looks like Doctor Doom. Like he's if you give, he would look, he looks great with the beard and he could give that look of Victor Von Doom. So I think he would just be, I mean, now that I see this, like he's perfect. I he's who I want. If you can't get like Michael Fassbender, or I don't even want Michael Fassbender anymore. Yeah, I I, I think I would want Nikolai Costerwaldo. So yeah, I don't who know. Knows, though with the Fantastic Four and the X Men, I hope that we get some type of reference to them though in Doctor Strange too. Yeah, it's a little fun detour there, but. I don't know. I'm excited to see where they go with Doctor or Doctor Yeah, Doctor Doom. Doctor Strange 2. Ooh, Vigo Mortensen. That would be interesting. That would be we chatted about that too. I forgot. We did talk about Vigo Mortensen. I love Vigo Mortensen. There's too many doctors in the MCU. Yeah. Anyways. Um Doctor Strange 2 will be that'll be interesting. We'll see more when it comes out. Because that's in what when does that come out? That comes out in May of this year. Oh, this year. 2022. All right. Cool. So we had some time off or we get some time off. We get some time till then. But yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We got plenty of time till then. We got about f- four MCU shows to get through before we get there. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I that's that's from that's what I have for this week. I don't know. Do you have anything else that you want to chat about? Um, No, I think we'll save. Let's say Book of Boba Fett talk for later later before the episode comes out yeah this is uh this has been fun though this is another one of our pre-recorded episodes but it's actually going to come out probably today or tomorrow um yeah we got coming up though what do we want to we want to chat about what we're most excited for in 2022 yeah we're going to talk about boba fett content and future star wars content as well yeah. then we'll give our year in review which you guys will hear in a few days yeah which we kind of did backwards there yeah we recorded that yesterday but oh well that was fun as well Mm -hmm. but i guess if uh you enjoyed this episode feel free to share it with someone who you else think would like it if you want to find us on instagram tiktok or twitter our handle is at legionnairepod l-e-g-i-o-n-n-a-i-r-e 
Yeah, I spelled that right. And our email is legionairepodcast at gmail.com. Feel free to share with someone though. Promote us. It'd be nice to have. If you have any questions, shoot us a message and we will reply. But with that, I will let Cal send us away. We are Legion. <laughs>